Thank you so much for hitting the play button on your favorite listening device of choice from wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Duff Tyler, and this is A Duff Set. Now, if you're hearing this podcast for the very first time, welcome aboard. You can catch up on previous episodes of this podcast just by going to my website, aduffsaid.com. You can also hear this show by downloading the Podbean app or wherever you listen to podcasts. For the second straight week, we are talking Oxford softball. You can never beat having a great reference. Allie Langtot is in her first season as the head coach of the Oxford softball team. Now, Allie had all the credentials to be a head coach. It was just a matter of time before her alma mater came calling to offer her the head coaching gig. She had already established herself as an assistant coach for the past 10 years. She was coaching at Clarkston when Oxford made the call. But they didn't have to look far for a solid reference. All they had to do was call her father, Steve Laidlaw. Now, Steve has been the coach of the Oxford boys basketball team for the last 13 years. And now both he and Allie are coaching varsity sports at Oxford High School. Now, this first year for Allie has not been without its struggles. As I'm sure a lot of you are aware, the school went through a terrible tragedy last November when a student brought a gun to the school. He used it to take the lives of four students and injured several others. The community is still hurting from that awful day, and we reflect on that in my conversation with Steve and Allie. Now on the field, Allie is looking to reshape the program and make it into a winner. Senior Maya Spiz has turned into a phenomenal bat in Allie's lineup. I had Maya on the show last week, so you can check out that conversation on my website or the Podbean app. Now, with this being Maya's last year, she told me she would like to go out by winning a district title. Not a bad way to cap off Allie's first season as head coach. I caught up with Oxford's family coaching tree recently, and that conversation starts now. This is your first year as a varsity softball coach. How would you evaluate how things have gone for you so far? Good. I mean, we definitely uh, had some adjustments early on in the season. Um, a lot of a lot of girls, seniors, graduated last year, so we had a really fresh group. Um, some freshmen that have been brought up, some sophomores that have never played at the varsity level. Um, so just kind of meshing together and figuring out what works for us. Um, when we're, I finally feel like we're, we're falling into that at the perfect time of the season. So, What was it like that first time that you got to meet the entire team as a coach? What was that experience like just getting to introduce yourself to the girls? Oh, it was awesome. Um, I told the girls that, well, I've been coaching. This is my 10th year coaching. So um, first year at the varsity level, but it was my I'm back at where I belong. I'm back in my home field, and I couldn't be more excited to be back kind of where everything started for me, and I want to be a part of that for them and bring them good memories and something fondly to look back on. What was it like when you got that call that you were getting the head coaching position at Oxford, a place that you have grown up and been a part of your entire life? Oh, it was, it, it was very exciting. Um, it's something that I've always wanted to do. I've always wanted to be a varsity coach um, and an opportunity came and I couldn't pass it up. So I had to leave 
Clarkston where I've been coaching at for the last five years and I'm really glad I took the opportunity and it's it's definitely put me in a situation where um, I've had to grow as a coach pretty quickly um, and I think I've been able to adjust quickly um, and I think we're getting better every day coaching staff players. What have you learned about yourself in this first year as a head coach? Um, I have learned patience uh, my first year as a head coach. Um, I know that this has been a tough year for everybody in Oxford, and um, we've had to we've had to come together as a group, and we've had to focus on other things besides softball. And it's more than just a game, and it's more than just hitting a ball and fielding a ball and kind of creating that environment for players to make sure that they're safe here and they're happy here and it's a good memory for them. So it's it's more than softball. I talked to the baseball team last week about what the words Oxford Strong mean to them. And obviously Oxford Strong means something different to everybody. What does it mean to you and your girls? Um, we've kind of taken Oxford Strong and we've, we've changed it a little bit. Our motto this year, this season, taking Oxford Strong has been rise up. Um, and what, do, what does that mean every time that Every time we need a little boost, um, I'll yell out to the girls, all right, Oxford, rise up, and they respond back with two claps. Um, when things aren't going the way that we need to, there's players on the field that will pump each other up and say, hey, rise up. Um, and it's to me, it's really overcoming the adversities and the big adversities that our community is facing, but also the little adversities that we see in softball games and how can we overcome them and how can we bounce back? Um, that's really our focus this season. How special is it for you that with everything this community has gone through, you get an opportunity to represent Oxford, a town that you have lived your most of your life in? Yeah, um, I mean, it means everything. So I, I could not be prouder of these girls from being here every single day. Um, and just being a part of it and being here with them has been, I mean, I'll remember it for the rest of my life, just kind of getting them through the day. And they've helped me just as much as I've helped them. So. What has it been like to have those relationships that you've been able to build thus far? Oh, I, I, I was just talking to some friends the other day, and I, I don't think I've had a team where I have felt this close to them um, emotionally, where I've had, to, I've had to find my patience, and I've had to find what works for everybody, and I've had to find different ways to coach. Um, but our emotional connection and kind of coming together and building each other up has been like any other team. So they'll, it'll, they'll, it's a group of girls that I'll always remember. As we stand here on the field, tonight was senior night. What did the seniors on this year's group represent in terms of how they play the game and how they represent themselves as individuals in this community? Um, if I had to choose a word to describe the senior class, it would um, it'd be grit. Like they. They are never going to give up, um, and when things aren't going our way, they are the first ones to pump their teammates up to make sure that um, everybody has a positive mindset. From day one that I have met them, they have been wonderful communicators, and they've been at everything that I asked them to be at, um, and they're just phenomenal leaders. We talked to Maya earlier in the show. What has it been like to watch her grow into this amazing hitter that she has been this season? Um, so I, I heard a lot of things about Maya from last season. So before I had even seen her hit, um, I kind of had an expectation of who she was and what she was going to be able to accomplish this season. And um, 
she's kind of blown that expectation out of the water. Um, there are times my confidence when she is up at the plate is so tremendously high that um, sometimes I tell her, I was like, you put too much pressure on yourself. Like, I know you can hit the ball and, and she, she takes care of business. So it's a game that it's a game of errors. And even when she might not get the hit that she wants, she comes back the next at bat and she takes care of business and she is, she's never going to put herself out of a game. What was it like for you as a coach to watch her have the day that she did against Armada, eight for nine at the plate? Have you ever seen a softball player put together the kind of day that she did on a high school softball diamond? No, no, I've never seen that before. So, I mean, she got up to the plate and I knew she was going to get a hit. So, like I said, the confidence that I have for her as a hitter is kind of unmatched. She's also blossomed into quite the power hitter too. Nine home runs this season. Her career high prior to that was three. How has she been able to develop that aspect of her game? I think mentally she has come a long way um, as a hitter where she is able to kind of calm herself down when she has two strikes um, and just kind of reevaluate. I'd like to look I'll look back at stats, how many of her home runs come from two strikes, because um, I know a couple of them have. She's able to kind of just collect herself and step out and take a deep breath and reevaluate the situation and take it one pitch at a time. Your dad is the varsity basketball coach here at Oxford. And so when you found out that not only were you getting this opportunity here, but you were getting a chance to n not just uh, be a coach, but to also get a chance to coach at the same school that your dad coaches at and has coached for a long time. What was that like and how special has that been for you? Well, I've, I've always been around, like, always been coach's daughter. Um, so I've, I've always been around basketball games and um, I come to, been around the softball field for as long as I can remember as well. And just coming back to represent this school, a school that we both love so much. Um, I mean, it's an honor, it, it really is to, to both be here and to be a part of these kids' lives is pretty awesome. How would you describe yourself when you were a softball player? Um, I was I was hard on myself. Um, I had high expectations for myself, and um, I talked to Maya all the time about the mental part of the game, and I said sometimes I tell you things that I didn't listen to when I was a high school player, um, where. You just got to take the next pitch. You got to take the next next play. Um, but I loved the game. Um, I loved to hit. I was a shortstop, um, but I, I was hard on myself. I had high expectations. And Dad, how much of that was your influence? Probably a lot. <laughs> um, no, I was a, I was a tough coach, and high expectations for her as an athlete and as a student, and she fulfilled both of them. Um, so yeah, it's. You know, I was difficult on myself as well. My father was my coach, and he was tough on me, so it, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And uh, But she was a very good softball player. So when did this guy introduce you to softball? Oh, gosh, probably before I was in kindergarten. Um, I played soccer first, and then my sister played softball, and I told my mom in kindergarten that I wasn't going to play softball until I was good at it. And then from there... Eventually, I guess I got good at it, and I gave it a try, and I never stopped playing. And once I stopped playing, then I instantly started coaching. She started at a very young age, um, basketball and softball, and quite frankly, she's pretty natural at both of them. And she was um, very tenacious, very aggressive. You didn't, 
you didn't need to tell her to play hard. Um, I remember in seventh grade, I got, I was upset with her in basketball and she, she was so hard on herself. And I looked at my wife and go, I never have to talk to her again about that. Cause she always, she already beats herself up enough. So, um, no, it's just, she, she picked, picked up on it really early and she was very good at it. She played numerous positions and she could hit, hit the heck out of the ball. So it's been fun watching her grow as a, as an athlete and now as a coach. I was just going to say, what's it been like for her to see her develop into that kind of tenacious player and to just have the success that she's had? Oh, it was awesome to follow her. Um, long story short, she tore ACL the last game of her senior year in basketball, and therefore she missed outside of one at bat um, her senior year in softball. And um, that was a really good team that would have even been better with her on it. But, um, you know, the one thing you know, that you have to realize when, when you're as competitive as she is, not every kid is going to want to win a game as much as you. So you, you have to be careful for how, you know, how you come across. I know I still struggle with that, you know, at my age, you know, that these kids not, don't necessarily want to win a game as bad as you do. But so you have to connect with them in different ways. And I think Allie does a phenomenal job with that. You tore your ACL your senior year in basketball, so you missed much of your softball experience for your senior year. What was that experience like for you, and how did you overcome it? Um, well, that season was kind of the deciding factor of me becoming a coach. Um, so even though I was, I struggled mentally with that, um, not being able to play my senior year, a sport that I love so much, um, I took over the first base coaching position and that was when I decided that I don't need to pursue playing college ball um, I can be just as successful doing I always wanted to be a teacher and a coach so it was kind of that moment that made me decide I'm gonna I'm gonna go to Michigan State I'm gonna get my teaching degree and when I was a sophomore in college I started coaching at Okemos High School and I haven't stopped since so it was kind of a blessing in disguise even though it was um, it was really difficult to, to kind of cope with not being able to play, um, but it led me to where I am today. How much of your dad was an influence on you to want to get into coaching? Oh, probably everything. Um, our, all the Laidlaws have been coaches, and my whole life, either my dad or my mom coached me in a sport. So um, I knew that I wanted to be a part of it, and I knew that I, I, my coaches have made huge impact in my life and I am still pretty close with a lot of them um, from high school and I want to be that for these girls and I want them to call me 10 years from now and tell me what they're doing just like I do with my coaches from high school. Steve what was it like for you when Allie came up to you and said I want to get into the family business <laughs> I want to start coaching? No it was it was great I mean she knew at a very young age that she wanted to teach and she wanted to coach and um I just said go for it and supported her in it and um, it was really exciting. She briefly, when this job was open, it was funny that the AD, Tony, called me and um, said, hey Steve, um, do you think Allie has any interest in coming from Clarkston over here to be a varsity coach? And I said, well, you know, ask her. And So I called her and I said, Allie, I just think this is a great opportunity. I mean, I'm an alumnus of Oxford, basically I've lived in Oxford my whole life and you get a chance to to coach in your community that you grow up, it doesn't get much better than that. It really doesn't.
Coming up, we get a look at what it's like to be at home with the Laidlaw family. If it's pizza night, Sheldon Street Pizza has got you covered. But if you're sticking to salad, be sure to cover it in one of Sheldon's signature dressings. Sheldon Street Pizza now has homemade ranch, Italian, and Greek salad dressings bottled up and ready for purchase. You can also order a freshly prepared salad from Sheldon because at Sheldon Street Pizza, it's more than just pizza. Order today by calling 248-791-7111 or you can visit them online at sheldonstreetpizza.com or just stop by 3767 South Baldwin Road in Orion Township. If it's pizza time, it's time to go to Sheldon Street Pizza. And that's a tough set. Fourth Coast Cider Works is the place to be for hard cider in Oakland County. Located in the main entrance to Canterbury Village, Fourth Coast is quality craftsmanship, quality hard cider. Stop by Fourth Coast and try some of their many flavors on tap. You can also take some home in a can or a howler. Fourth Coast is open Thursday through Sunday. For a complete list of ciders and hours, go to fourthcoastciderworks.com. The best hard cider is on the Fourth Coast. And that's a Duff said. Not available for anybody under the age of 21. Please drink responsibly. What has this first year experience for the two of you been like? Well, this year, given the tragedy, um, I think we bonded probably more than we ever have. We talked about things. Um, you know, how to coach that it's, as Ellie alluded to earlier, it's so much more than softball, just like it was so much more with basketball um, when I was coaching. And, you know, you're, you're trying to, we have no idea what these kids are going through. I mean, neither one of us were in the building. Um, so you, you just try to connect with them emotionally. You try to talk to them when they want to talk. Um, but it's, it's been a, a blessing to watch your daughter, you know, even though it's a different sport, follow in your footsteps and watch how she's grown as, as a coach and as a person. It has brought us closer together. Um, I communicate, I ask him for his advice um, a lot. I was sick earlier this week and he came in as my assistant coach to kind of take over because I couldn't be at a game. Um, and I, I mean, I trust everything he does as a coach. I've been watching him since I was little and um, in the small and like the week that he's been around my players as kind of a coach mentor, um, I can already tell that like the girls kind of, I mean, they respond really well to him and they laugh and it's just really great to, to both be together and be around the same kids and making an impact. What has it been like this first year having this guy in the stands cheering you on? No matter what the score is, you know you've got your biggest support and cheerleader right here. In well, I, I think both of my parents have been phenomenal supports. Um, I can count on him to be at games and if I need him to step in to coach. Um, my mom is also my uh, stats keeper so she goes to every single game and she does the book for him so it's kind of a family affair where wherever we are she is and um, it just I mean it's great to have the support of my family 
my husband comes to games and I mean, we're here all the time. So if we want to see each other, we kind of have to come to the softball diamond. How would you grade her performance so far as a head coach? Oh, your first, your first year is difficult. I mean, I remember I was, she was significantly younger than I was when she became a head varsity coach. I was 40 when I became a head varsity coach and it was difficult. So your greatest stride is going to be your next year. It really is. Um, I think she's done a phenomenal job, especially everything that, that has gone on in this community, in this school, A plus. She's been phenomenal. I want to ask this of both of you. What are some things that you want to instill in young people when you're coaching them? What are some things that you hope they take away from being a part of your program, aside from just being successful at the sports that they play? Well, my basketball program, our culture is the five C's. Um, so this is what I want to instill in them. This is what I want them to take out of my program when they graduate. Um, character, um, compassionate. This world's a heck of a lot bigger than you. And if anything, this, this year validated that. Um, be coachable, be um, competitive, and be confident. And if you can do those five C's, I always tell them, you'll never look back and have any regrets. You're gonna have success, but you gotta do it on a daily basis. You can't pick and choose when they have character. You have to have it all the time. Yeah, we also kind of, we use the five C's as well um, with my team and character is the biggest, the biggest thing for me, um, having integrity. And if I can't see it, um, are you the same person in front of me that you are in the hallways at school, that you are with your friends, um, that you are at home? And those things, softball's, I tell the girls all the time, softball's only gonna take you so far. Um, and then you have to be a person. And my goal is to make you a, you should be a good person. And um, the, the confidence as well. If you can be confident in any part of your life, whether it be sports or academics or socially, um, that's gonna get you far. Um, and you're gonna be proud of yourself. You said a moment ago that uh, the one place that you guys are almost always together is here in the diamond or in the gym. But I'm curious what, what it's like at home, because when you're at home, sports is the best place to get a conversation going or to sit around and watch a game. So what's it like to kind of sit around when you guys aren't coaching and just get to be yourselves? Well, we got, we got really used to each other the last year and a half. Um, my husband and I have been building a house, so we've actually been living under the same roof as them. And so it's not just Sunday dinners. It was every, every night we were together. Um, I mean, we're just like everybody else. We, I mean, we have a lot of laughs. We talk about our days and a lot, a lot is revolved around sports. Um, the Tigers are always on or Michigan football or basketball or state every once in a while, if I can get him to, put Michigan State on um, but yeah um, our family does revolve around sports and it always has you know we're always talking about sports we're always talking about coaching and trying trying to get the best out of kids so you're always sharing ideas um, but coaching is just and sports been such a big part of part of our lives I mean you know when you go into the field house there, you'll see the Oxford Hall of Fame. I have three relatives there. One of them is my cousin who was a NFL football coach. So coaching, at, and he graduated from Oxford. So it's just been part of who we are and, and, and what we believe in, and, and we have so much fun doing it. What do you hope that this experience ultimately turns out for you? Well, I, I took the job with the intentions of being in it for the long haul. Um, 
told my husband that I was like, if I do this, like I need your support and he's on board a hundred percent and I'm here and I'm learning every day. And I mean, with coaching, there's highs and there's lows and every day is different. And, um, it keeps me on my toes and I mean, I, I'm in it for the long haul. I'm here and I'm, I'm ready to get better and I'm ready to build a program um, that is going to compete at a very high level, but also create a lot of um, good people. Thank you so much for making the time this week on A Duff Set. It was a pleasure to meet you both. I am rooting for you guys and it is a thrill to have you guys on this week. Thank you so much. All the best to both of you. Thank you. Thanks. And that's a wrap on this edition of A Duff Said. If you like what you heard and you want to hear more episodes of A Duff Said, be sure to check out my website, aduffsaid.com. A Duff Said can also be heard by downloading the Podbean app or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also follow me on Facebook. Just look up sports journalist Duff Tyler. You can also hit me up on Twitter, at Duff Tyler. Until next time, this is Duff Tyler, and I'm reminding you, that if Duff said it, it must be true, because that's what a Duff said.